You're listening to Theology for the Rest of Us. You've got tough questions. We'll try to give you easy answers. Now, here's your host, Kenny Ortiz. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm your host, Kenny Ortiz, coming at you from beautiful Central Florida. Thank you so much for taking a few minutes out to listen to this episode. This is episode 70. We're going to answer a very important question, and that is, how does God determine what is sinful and what is not sinful? Like, like why does God put certain things in the category of being sinful? And why does God put other things in the category as being not sinful or acceptable? How does God come up with those two lists, so to speak? This is a great question that I've been asked many times over the course of my ministry career. Let me remind you of a previous episode I did, episode 54. I answered the question, what is sin? Where I defined sin and I defined it as anything we do that inhibits us from perfectly glorifying God or perfectly reflecting God. If you haven't listened to that, I highly encourage you to go back and check that out. We were created to glorify God. We were created to reflect him. I am to behave in such a way that other people will look at me and go, oh, wow, that, that the way that Kenny's behaving, that reminds me of this thing about God. It is my calling to live my life in such a way that other people see God in me. And the calling is the same for you. Therefore, any time we choose to do something, we behave in a certain way, or we think certain thoughts, or we embrace certain attitudes. Anytime we do anything that doesn't perfectly reflect the character and nature of God, we have in essence sinned. Furthermore, God has created us to function in such a way. If we function the way God created us to function, we are much more likely to glorify him. God has created us with an ideal design in mind. And if we do what he asks us to do, if we follow his instructions, we are much more likely to achieve the ideal design that he set forth for us. And in doing so, we are much more likely to make him look good. Let me give you an example. Uh, about a year ago, I, I bought a, a BMW. Uh, it's, it's about uh, 10 years old. Uh, spent about uh, $8,000 on this car about a year ago. And it, it has very specific instructions. You are to put high octane gasoline. You need to have full synthetic oil. You need to change the, you know, rotate the tires every so often. You need to change the oil at this, at these intervals. Like there's very particular things that I need to do to make sure the car functions the way it was designed. Now, if I take care of the car and do what the creator of the car told me to do, I am likely to be driving this car for a long period of time, right? So when this car is running in fantastic shape at 250,000 miles, people are going to look and say, wow, BMWs are a really good car. The creators of that car were really good at what they were doing. However, let's flip that around. Let's say I don't put the right gasoline in the car. Let's say I put low octane fuel. Let's say I don't put the right oil in the car. Let's say I, I, I don't put full synthetic oil. Let's say I don't change the oil at the right intervals. Let's say I don't rotate the tires. Let's say I drive my car like a maniac and I slam on the brakes and I, I, I'm always driving in a way that's not good for the car. Let's say I, I am functioning outside of the way the car was designed to function. What will happen to the car? It will break down way sooner than it was supposed to, and it will not function well. It will break down and not be as good of a car as it otherwise could have been. Like that, that's ultimately what will happen when we don't function the way God created us to function, when we're outside of his perfect design, when we're outside of his ideal, we will not function the way he has called us a function, and we run the risk of making him look bad. So anything we do that's outside of his design also can get put in the same category 
as sinfulness. Anything we do that doesn't reflect him or make him look good or anything we do that is outside of his perfect design for us, which keeps us from functioning in the ideal manner that he wants us to function. Anything in those categories can be labeled as sinful. With this in mind, we can approach a variety of different areas. We can say, we can ask the question, why is adultery sin? Because God designs us to, to be in the covenant of marriage, one man, one woman. So therefore, when you go outside of that design, you are not reflecting God perfectly. You're not in his ideal design. Why is it wrong to cheat on your taxes? Well, because God is a God of honesty. He is trustworthy, and he wants us to be honest and trustworthy in the same way. Why does God say being drunk is sinful? Well, because God is a God of self-control, and when you're drunk, you won't exhibit self-control. You'll be out of control. You'll be more likely to make bad choices. This is outside of God's perfect design for you. Why is it sinful to be lazy at work? Well, because God created you to have a work ethic. And when you don't actually function in that way, you're not perfectly reflecting him. Why is it sinful to not be generous? Well, because God is a God of generosity. God gives a lot and he therefore wants us to give a lot because it reflects him. It looks like him. Well, why is it sinful to not have quality, uh, good relationships, uh, good biblical-centric relationships with other Christians? Well, because God desires for us to be in community because God is in community. Again, we look at the Trinity, we see the three members of the Trinity in perfect community with one another, in perfect, harmonious community. God wants us to be like that. Therefore, if we don't have quality biblical community, or if we're not fighting to have that, we are now not reflecting the character of the Trinity. We can go all the way down the list, on and on and on, and, and talk about all the ways in which we can reflect God and all the obstacles to reflecting Him. And again, that's how God labels things as sinful or not sinful. And this is really important to understand. Some people think that God somehow just arbitrarily or randomly selected what is sinful and what is not. That is not the case. God created us with a specific purpose and a specific design in mind. And anything outside of that design potentially falls into the category of being sinful. And in fact, anything in the Bible that God has clearly labeled as sinful, anything that he has clearly condemned, it is always because it goes against the ideal design that he has set forth for us. When we are functioning within the design, we are very likely to reflect and glorify him. When we're outside of that design, we are highly unlikely to glorify and reflect him. That is how God determines what he considers to be sinful and what he does not consider to be sinful. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. I sure hope it has been helpful and insightful. More importantly, I hope this episode inspires you to chase after Jesus and to seek to glorify him in all you do. If you have a question that you'd like to have answered on the podcast, please shoot me an email. It's heyortiz at theologyfortherestofus.com. It's H-E-Y-O-R-T-I-Z at theologyfortherestofus.com. Our intro and outro theme music has been I'm Shipping Up to Boston by the Dropkick Murphys. I'm Kenny Ortiz, and this has been Theology for the Rest of Us. I'm a sailor!